Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Minister for Education has described the proposed senior cycle reform plan as a deliberate move to reduce stress on students. Norma Foley was speaking uh, following the announcement uh, that written examinations will be worth no more than 60% of a student's final, final grade in the leaving certificate. Uh, the plan envisages a significant reduction in reliance on final examinations, the memory tests as they call it, and the introduction of a teacher-based assessment similar to the junior cert, I suppose. Uh, the reforms are to be phased in gradually over a number of years. There will be two new subjects as well. About time they started to change it, by the way, because the education system has been around since the Industrial Revolution. But however, two new subjects, drama, film and theatre studies, and climate action and sustainable development are to be introduced and fifth-year students in a number of yet-to-be-decided pilot schools will be able to begin these subjects from uh, September 2024. Still a little bit away, isn't it, mind you? I suppose you have to get the teachers trained up, etc, etc. Anyway, uh, new curricula will also be gradually introduced for subjects across senior cycle, updating subject content and the plan promises an initial tranche of new and revised subjects becoming available by 2024, September 2024, to a small number of students entering the fifth year in pilot or network schools. Now, Ms Foley said that in order to ensure a positive impact on students, as soon as possible, the students entering the senior cycle in September 23 will sit paper one in English and Irish and at the end of fifth year instead of at the end of sixth year, which is a little bit of a change. Already, however, the changes to the Leaving Cert announced by the Department of Education are facing opposition from teachers. I know you're all going to sit there and go, surprise, surprise, who are not prepared to assess their own students. Now, the Association of Secondary School Teachers in Ireland said external assessment of state exams must be retained in all aspects of the Leaving Cert. And the ASTI president, Eamon Dennehy, also warned the mistakes made uh, in the introduction of the framework for junior cycle in recent years, which sidelined the voice of teachers, must not be repeated. And Eamon from the ASTI president, the ASTI joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, Eamon. Good afternoon. Eamon, first of all, I mean, your reaction generally to change, I suppose this is progression. We all knew that at some point in the future, going back many years ago, the memory test, as it was called, the Leaving Cert and the Junior Cert, would have to change and progress into something a little bit more modern and something a little bit easier for students to adapt to. Yeah, well, it it has been evolving all this time, uh, you know, and uh, we're not uh, averse to change at all. There are certain... uh, criteria, I suppose, we'd like to see uh, maintained. I suppose that's the, the thing. And uh, mm. a huge concern would be the, you know, the, the, the integrity and the reliability and the, the, the trustworthiness and the fairness of the system. We're, we're concerned about that. If okay, it's got to be, be fair gar- and equal, of course. If those things can be guaranteed, yes. but, you know, that's, that's what we're concerned about. Okay, so there has to be equilibrium and it has to be equal for everybody and everybody has to have a fair shot of the whip, of course. And the last thing we want to see, of course, is this, uh, I suppose, points currency introducing, another, or, or should I say increasing. In other words, it makes it difficult for well, students. Well, you see, we did, we did get a lesson in that now uh, During COVID, uh, in the too. last two years. Uh, yeah. uh, and, you know, I suppose there was relief for students when they got their results and what have you over the last two years. And then there was huge disappointment a couple of weeks later when they realised that this great inflation and what have you had come about, and of course, that had that the, the actual leaving cert itself was only half of that uh, mm. 
set up the 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 point system and the CEO uh, was the other half of that. So you know, okay, these now, things run in tandem. I, I'm assuming the, the teachers have no objection to new subjects like drama, film, theatre studies, climate action, sustainable development, and the new curricula, of course, which will be changed. In other words, the current subjects we have at the moment will change. Well, I'm assuming, by the way, that all subjects, the curricula changes over time because life changes. So I'm, I'm assuming it does. Yeah, they do, of course. Yes, yeah. they do. And uh, they, well, uh, what I'd like to call it is they, they evolve, actually, and they react as well to what's going on in society, which they have done for for ages. So, you, you know, you mentioned the, the Industrial Revolution. Absolutely. Uh, the, the concept of uh, needing an educated uh, population, I suppose, uh, became apparent then, I suppose, and mm-hmm. became necessary. And it has evolved a, a long way since. And I suppose the greatest evolution of all all of a sudden was the, the in the late uh, 1960s, the introduction of what, you know, euphemistically is called free education. But, you know, at mm. least there's access to the vast majority of people have access to this uh, fairly good quality education, by the way. I, I think, you know, over the next 20 years, we're probably going to see serious changes to the education system. I would like to think we will uh, in relation to technology, in relation to computers and computer science, in relation to, say, something like in Canada, where they every child leaving school will have at least 12 hours driving uh, tests done. And a lot of children leave school with a driver's license. All of those kind of things, I think, need to be introduced into education at some point, because these are the formative years of a person's life. But the problem we have or seem to have and and maybe you could put it better for me, because a lot of people seem to think that every time we try to change the education system, there's an objection and there's this kind of reluctance by school teachers who a lot of people believe, well, OK, it's a tough job and we respect the position they're in and we respect the job they do. They educate society. And it's a tough job, by the way, can I just point out? Um, but in saying that, you know, there's a lot of holidays go on there in school. Teachers have a pretty privileged position in society. I think they do anyway. And, and yet there's always this objection to change constantly. I mean, I've had to adapt here in radio over the last 20 years to numerous changes. And it's just a matter of getting on with it. Is it not just a matter of getting on with it? Eh? Um, well, it is. It, I suppose to some degree it is a matter of getting on with it. And uh, it has to have, uh, it has to, we, we did have to get on with it uh, over the last two years, we'll say, with regard to COVID. But with regard to change, yes, uh, change is inevitable, I suppose. And it is, uh, you know, it's a part of growth. And you'd be hoping that the changes are for the good uh, 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 all the time, uh, which mightn't be possible. And the other thing, of course, that there are two things that go together here. The change we're talking about here now is a change in policy. But the policy has to be implemented. And implementing the policy is a little bit more difficult and a little more drawn out uh, than, uh, you know, writing the policy or declaring the policy. So, you know, it's a bit like, I don't know, deciding that you're going to improve your house a great deal. Well, the decision is made. Very good. Now we have to finance uh, the whole thing and actually find the wherewithal, the labour and the materials to improve it. But that doesn't seem to be what the objection is, Eamon. The, the objection from school teachers seems to be that they don't want to grade their own pupils. Um, in other words, they want that subcontracted or put oh, back to the state again. So in other words, oh, they don't oh, want to assess their, their own students. Yes, that is, uh, oh, well, I thought you were talking about the general uh, 
resistance to change or whatever. Mm. You're talking about a specific item now. Well, 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 and, well, and, well let's well, focus on the specific part. Yes, yeah, well, I'll take whichever you want. Just ask me the question and I'll answer Okay, it. well Absolutely. then, why, why is it that teachers, and the same happened during the junior cycle too, when we changed the junior cycle, going back, uh, whatever it was, four or five years ago. Why is that resistance there for teachers to assess their own students? And I know the argument has been that, you know, parents could put pressure on teachers to mark little Johnny because they know him well and how should Johnny's been a great student? Why would you give him a bad mark? And teachers don't want that responsibility. But they are professionals, so they should be able to look at this in a very impartial manner when they're dealing with students. Well, you see, I suppose the, the point about it is that we do have this impartial system at present and it's working extremely well with very, very few, I mean, uh, when there are faults in it, it makes national headlines. And that is the State Examination Commission. And that is extremely well run. And one of the things about that is, it is anonymous with regard to the children who are involved in it. And by the way, it is anonymous as well for the teachers. So they're living in the community and what have you. And they, they, they don't have to go through the pressures that you talked about. That's true. But it, it is also true that it is absolutely verifiably, uh, you know, uh, uh, unbiased because it can't be biased because, when it, for example, if I was involved in correcting papers of somebody uh, or correcting the work, whatever that work might be, be it practical work or any other kind of work, I wouldn't even know who that person was. I would know the quality of what they presented to me. And I would have been trained as well. I think a very important part here. I would have been professionally trained and feel very confident that I was doing this job well. Well, then, well, then, fact, what, well, then what's fact, the problem, fact, Eamon? If I, thought, if I thought I wasn't doing it well, I would, I, I, I would have support. I'm talking about the state no, 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 I know, I know, but, commission now. But, yeah, but the, the resistance, again, I come to you, and what I say to you is, throughout a teacher's life, be it in primary school or in secondary school, at all stages, there's constantly tests, Christmas tests, summer tests. Yes. And, and, and a teacher is quite capable of assessing a student. Uh, you know, they will look at the exam results, that they, the little tests they'll give them on a Friday afternoon, whatever it is, yes, during their, yes. their time in school. And they're quite capable of assessing the student. And they're quite capable of giving a bad mark if it warrants a bad mark, or a good mark if it warrants a good mark. But yet when we come to the Leaving Cert, or the Junior Cert, as we did five years ago, there's this resistance not to do that. Now, I understand that it has a huge, um, I suppose, impact on a child's future career because these are very important examinations, and I get that. But in saying that, if a teacher is incapable of resisting the pressure, say from parents or from a student who might have been a good student all along, but unfortunately didn't do well in the test or didn't do well you know, in the assessment or whatever it happens to be, so be it. That is their job. They have to be professional about it and they have to do it because there's no other way of doing it. The best person to assess a student is the teacher who knows them and has been teaching them for the last three or four years, surely. But surely uh, you want the, uh, the child to get to a certain level of skill and you want to be able to verify that that is, uh, that that is uh, a compar- comparable to anybody else in the country, let's say. Well, one of the problems that would uh, uh, attach to that is it would be identified for example, what school, etc., that young person would have gone to. And there might be uh, uh, ideas that, well, they mark easy there or they mark not so well somewhere else. And actually, to put in the checks and balances, and it's exactly what I said to you now, to replace the kind of reliability and the confidence that we have. And we have been told, by the way, by, uh, you know, research has been done that uh, the, the, the system that we have does enjoy a lot of confidence among people. They believe that it is fair and that it is, uh, uh, you know, it is fit for purpose in that sense, at least. And uh, 
to, to replace that and to actually be able to replicate it uh, outside of the of the system that we have now would would cost a lot of money. And well, would be but, quite yeah, but, leave, but Eamon, the, the money is not the issue at the moment. Leaving aside the money, I mean, we all know, and we've been saying this for years. I've done topics on this show uh, on numerous occasions about the leaving cert and the junior cert and and the type of exam or state examinations that we do. And, and across the world as well, by the way, we, they, you know, different countries do different types of way, do it at different types of ways. But we've all always said, and most people agree, that the idea of a memory test at the end of five years for some students works really well. For other students, it doesn't work as well, even though they might be just as competent a student. And that self or this kind of continuous assessment was always going to be the way forward for progression. Yes, and, but, but, the, but again, I, I'm saying okay. to you is, Let's just, let, why can't we just embrace it? And why can't the teachers, the unions, the Department of Education just get together and say, right, this is a good idea. How are we going to do it? How are we going to work it? And let's embrace it rather than this reluctance all the time. And people from the outside looking in, and I'm going to tell you, Eamon, what our listeners say to us, looking in, people say, oh, there we go again, teachers moaning. And that's that's what we get all the time. Well, uh, you've spoken nearly more than I have uh, on this interview now. And all I am telling you, and this is verifiable, that the system that we have now at present with regard to the leaving set, for example, is extremely reliable with regard to fairness and, uh, uh, and accountability and everything else. And it's completely, for example, recheckable. Now, the other thing is that we have changed the junior set, but we have no idea yet how well that is working. So that is another huge concern about us. We don't know how well it is working. We have been looking for since, 19, uh, since 2016 that it would be reviewed and that we'd find out what parts of it were working well. It was a huge change without consultation with teachers. And maybe it sounds moany or whatever, but it's what we do for a livelihood. Mm-hmm. And I'd be very sincere about what I say that I, I would like to see as high... Uh, a quality education system as we can possibly deliver. And one of the things that is essential, especially with regard to fairness, is that the child be anonymous when they're being uh, judged on their work uh, to the greatest extent possible. And and memory tests. Most questions you will see them are very searching. And, you know, learning the answer off might, might get you some of the way, but it certainly won't get you a high grade in a, in a leaving setting exam. And, uh, you know, those are the... Mm-hmm. Those okay. are the you I'm, know, I'm... and, and oh, sorry, and one other point. The introduction of a new second component is absolutely welcomed by us mm-hmm. and uh, by all teachers, really, I'd imagine. And, finally... and it has been in existence for a very long time now and has worked mm-hmm. very well. So even the memory bit, it's not really true, you know, and... Uh, and that was checked as well in the past. And it was found, you know, the predictability of questions was not not a problem, not a, an issue yeah. with regard to the okay. reading Okay. Finally, yeah. just in relation to new subjects, uh, I mentioned there are new subjects coming in, drama, film, theatre studies, climate action, uh, and, and also part of the new curricula as well on, on the original subject. Is there any subjects aiming that, you know, teachers themselves have spre- expressed an interest or, you know, going forward, I suppose, you know, the, the kind of long-term plan over the next 20 years or so, uh, do we see any other subjects, or do you believe there's a need for any other t- type of subject, more social aspects of life, I suppose, to be introduced into the education system? Well, you see, the, the thing about those, and by the way, they're extremely welcome subjects. Uh, uh, 
I, I, I personally think they're very good, and Absolutely, I like yeah. that they'll be they'll be absolutely uh, welcomed. But you take the second part there, uh, for example, the the climate change, uh, uh, you know, uh, and all that, uh, and trying to manage that, and uh, it's a huge issue. And you know, people talk about stress as well, with regard to you know the world we live in, and these things and that war that's going on in in, in Ukraine and what have you. These things are huge stresses as well. But going back to the, the we'll take something like climate action, that would have been uh, touched on, and I'm not a geography teacher, but it would be touched on Absolutely, very much so course, but, yeah. in, in geography and places like that. And, uh, and, and as well, I'm a network teacher myself, an engineering teacher. For example, recycling and all that kind of thing would be part of what we'd be saying about the use of plastics and what have you. So, you know, it's no harm at all. Uh, and, and by the way, health and safety and all these things. So every subject, you know, they're not, um, you know, I've heard them regarded as bunkers and maybe they are, subjects are bunkers perhaps, mm-hmm. but they're they're fairly well furnished and uh, mm. roomy kind of bunkers, you know, so you can learn a lot inside each one of them. I Absolutely. I, I suppose a lot of our, our listeners over the last few weeks have been talking about it. maybe we should have a subject for social media uh, because young people today, of course, are so engrossed in it. But listen, thank Indeed. you, Mame. But for example, uh, even it, their English teacher would be addressing that, you know, and looking at ways of writing blogs and what have you and bias in the media. And they'd be... They'd be, they would be hitting on that. And as I say, I'm no expert, but yeah, I'd oh, be aware okay. of that. OK, yeah. well, listen, I appreciate you coming on the air. Thank you very and much. thank indeed. you. Uh, President of the ASCI, Eamon Dennehy, the changes going forward to the Leaving Cert according to the Department of Education. Some resistance from the uh, school teachers, but as you've heard, Eamon, as to why, and he believes the current system, by the way, in parts of it, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, he doesn't believe it's a memory test as such and believes it's a lot more than that. Uh, and it's a system that has stuck with us or stood us well over the years. Anyway, look, I'll let you decide anyway, all right? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.